Hello and welcome to the Baileys and Barbells podcast. This is your host, Lexis O'Hara. I'm a personal trainer and powerlifting coach specializing in sports performance and fitness nutrition. On this podcast, we talk all things strength and fitness while I sip on some Baileys. So grab your drinks and let's dive on in. Hello, hello. Today, we are going to talk about whether or not it is possible to lose 30 pounds in a month. Now, this question is actually something that one of my own clients had asked me, and I ended up asking the question on social media just to see what other people's opinions were on this. And the answer in short is yes and also no, just as usual. If you know me, then you know that that is almost always going to be the answer if you're asking a very broad question. But anyways, I got a lot of mixed answers when I asked this, which I sort of assumed that would happen anyways. It was really interesting because I follow a lot of other trainers. And the thing with that is those people also answered differently. Most of the time you would find it very risky to try and lose 30 pounds in a month because for most people it isn't healthy. It's not a healthy goal. It's an out of reach goal and an unrealistic goal. But that really depends from person to person. So to put it simply, the more weight you have to lose, if you are someone who is, let's give an unrealistic number. So let's say the 600, isn't there a show 600 pound life? I think my mom watches it. So if we're watching my 600 pound life, 30 pounds, losing 30 pounds in 30 days isn't super unrealistic. But if you're looking at someone who is 170 pounds and they want to lose 30 pounds in a month, then that's not realistic at all whatsoever. Now, something else that you have to consider is if they're starting their journey, what happens is they'll lose 30 pounds in a month. Someone may lose a lot of weight in the first month. You'll initially see people make a huge jump in weight loss in their first month or first six weeks. And the reason for that is because a lot of people tend to lose a lot of water weight initially. So it's not that they're losing 30 pounds of fat, it's that their nutrition is getting better, um, they're eating less sodium, so and maybe less carbs. They're starting to release that water weight. Now to promote this as something that is healthy to the public is not a smart thing to do, but I also wanted to post this question and even answer this question here, saying that for some people it is realistic, Just because you hear someone say that it is realistic for one person, it doesn't mean that that is also going to be the case for somebody else. And I see this happening in the fitness industry quite often where a trainer will give advice to that one specific client and then that client will say, well, my trainer told me this is what is the right thing to do, so you should do that too. And that's not how it works. That trainer is telling you that one specific thing to do because they know you, they know what your goals are, they know where you're at, they have monitored your progress, they have monitored, let's say, metrics such as sleep, such as your habits for eating, your habits for your work life, lifestyle, all of that. They all play a role in the advice that that trainer will give you or that nutritionist will give you or that dietitian will give you. Advice is very individual and what you should do and what is best for you is very individual. So if someone asks a general question such as, is it possible to lose 30 pounds in a month? You can't answer yes or no to that question without knowing the details of that person, where their starting weight is, what their end goal is. So many other variables play a role in whether it is possible and not only possible, but also healthy to lose 30 pounds in a month because that's something else I don't think that many people take as seriously is we have these goals of 
for fitness of weight loss and all these things and a lot of it is aesthetics or physique or appearance but also a lot of us get into fitness and training for our health and it's ironic how we are so we can be so desperate to get to this healthy weight or these health goals but we're so willing to do it in an unhealthy manner which is just the whole irony of it. So for example, a lot of people will try to improve their health by focusing on things such as cutting calories so so strictly that it's going from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum and that is unhealthy. So just as much as being overweight may be unhealthy, so is cutting calories so drastically because both of these things affect our physiological health. So if your goal is to be healthy, don't think how fast can I get to this goal? While we do want to be efficient, that's always the goal, it's inefficient to rush. So a lot of the trainers who voted no, I made a poll, who voted no on the poll on Instagram saying, no, you can't lose 30 pounds in 30 days. The reason that they said no to that isn't because they're wrong or right. It's because it's not healthy to promote. So if you're someone who is sitting at a relatively healthy body fat percentage or within a healthy range, it's not going to be healthy for you to try and lose 30 pounds in a month. For most people, on average, you can maybe lose 30 pounds in three to six months, depending on where you're at. That would be a more realistic and healthy goal for most people. Again, it really depends on the individual. Because the thing is too, going back to the whole health aspect and the irony of trying to rush the weight loss or rush to a healthy weight to the point where it becomes unhealthy again, a lot of people think, okay, well, what does that really do? It's just temporary. They kind of pass it to the side because they're thinking, okay, well, I'm going to be just a little, I'll be unhealthy for a little bit longer or for a month, but then I'll be at my goal and I'll be at a healthy weight. So really, what am I sacrificing? Even though they might think it's unhealthy or they may agree that it's unhealthy, but I think that they write that off as not such a big deal that it's unhealthy because at the end, they're getting to their healthy goal and then everything's going to be perfect once they get there. But the thing is, when you cut your calories so drastically, it actually makes it harder for you to get to your goals. So by doing that, even though you think you're almost shortcutting by getting yourself into a very strict caloric deficit, it actually can cause so many things hormonally, internally, like I said, physiologically, to not function as well. At the end of the day, if your goal is to lose weight, if you want to lose 30 pounds, make the goal within three months. Three months flies by. You are still going to be healthier than you were 30 days ago. You are going to feel better, more energized than you were 30 days ago. And so to take that slowly, you're going to feel better versus if you cut your calories drastically or do cardio an hour of cardio a day and make yourself miserable, you're going to be miserable. And that's not the goal. The goal is to improve the quality of life. A lot of you, I know it is for aesthetics as well, but I will say this too. When you focus on going slow and enjoying the process and not rushing things and making it a part of your life, you are going to see your life change. If you 
make this about getting there fast and you don't even enjoy the process and you don't enjoy treating yourself better, you are going to be miserable. And also once you get there, your body is going to be so out of whack from you trying to rush the process that you're probably going to spiral back downward and try to compensate with such the drastic cut in calories by overeating once you do achieve that goal. And that's what happens a lot of times. That's what I see a lot of people struggle with is they'll get to where they want to be, but they got there so fast that it threw their body just completely out of whack. So I don't want to see that happening to anyone. Slow and steady wins the race. Now, if you take it slow, you are going to, one, learn to love the process and love the journey. Two, you won't be spiraling out of control from such a strict caloric deficit. And hopefully you'll find this to become something that you think is a part of your lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, this does have to become a part of your lifestyle. People thinking that they have to change their lifestyle really scares people, but it can become something that you are extremely passionate about and something that you get excited about. And honestly, the thing is fitness doesn't have to be complicated. Start with the simple things first. And as you get more involved with fitness and with health, that's when you can start taking bigger steps or bigger leaps or start really diving deep into, I guess, the complexities of fitness. But to get started, it's not anything hard. You don't have to be as precise as a lot of athletes you see or a lot of people that you see on Instagram or follow on Instagram because you're just getting started. You are going to adapt relatively well to the training and the nutrition and the cardio or whatever you choose to do, you're going to adapt relatively well. I think the biggest advice that I have for you outside of taking things slow is just being mindful of your nutrition and trying to make small steps towards eating healthier. So eating more nutritious foods and trying to eliminate some of the junk food or any foods that are triggering to you. For example, peanut butter used to be very triggering to me. So anytime I'd have it in the house, I would literally, quite literally eat the entire jar of peanut butter. It's not the case anymore, but it was when I was going through my binge eating days. So having that in the house or having any foods in the house that trigger you um, into binges or trigger you into overeating, just eliminate those foods and just take small steps, baby steps, and you'll be shocked, pleasantly shocked at how well you adapt to even the small changes. You don't have to do anything drastic. And then when it comes to your training, find something that you enjoy. If you hate lifting weights, don't lift weights. If you enjoy cardio, do cardio and also play around with different styles of training. For example, you see me doing a lot of powerlifting, a lot of Metcon training. If you enjoy HIIT training, do HIIT. If you enjoy kickboxing, do kickboxing. If you enjoy dance class, pole dancing, I just, I just installed a pole into my room, have no idea what I'm doing with it. But whatever you enjoy is the point do that and play around with it. You might hate one thing. That doesn't mean you're going to hate every style of fitness. Move your body, treat it well, start slow. You've got this. That is it for today. I will see you guys next week. If you want to learn more about coaching or training and nutrition as a whole, you can head over to www.flexclub.fit and check out all the cool stuff we've got going on over there. And if you guys liked today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you went over to iTunes and left us a review. But other than that, I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, guys.